Domestic Dawn, Josh Landers. Um, if you guys were looking for a cheery episode, I think you've come to, to the wrong place. It won't be a cheery one. Um, the sun is fucking red. The sky is ashy and smoky again. Um, and it's just been a, yeah, it's been a, it's been a spell. It's been a good spell over the last uh, couple of months and even over the last couple of days here. But yeah, we'll make it as uh, cheery as possible, I guess. So maybe not uh, positive, but you know, it, uh, uh, let's call it uh, entertaining, possibly. I don't know. Um, I found notes that I, I took three or four years ago. And I don't know what this, this says about me, but I haven't changed much uh, mentally, physically, definitely. Uh, but mentally, I don't think I've changed a lot over the last 20 plus years, which says a lot about me and says a lot about how I am as an individual and a, and a non-growing human being. Uh, but let's listen to this bit. So I'm talking about nipples. Um, nipples are weird, especially on uh, men. Uh, no wonder I used to like biting on the tip of my pencil in sixth grade. Then how the body is weird. These are all, these are all notes that I just took. Probably half drunk, high, uh, laying on the couch. You can be like Magellan, but instead of discovering lands and shit, you find your fingers sailing along their body until it docks in your asshole. You explore a fleshy bulb in there and say, ooh, and then find another one. Ah, Pretty soon your finger is inside your ass, and you can feel other places in your body reacting to it. Touch here, your left eye twitches. Touch there, your pinky moves. Jam your whole hand up, you're a fucking ventriloquist. But seriously, the body's weird. You know what? who doesn't think so, though? Cannibals. Then I'm talking about cannibals paddling down a river, doing cannibal voices towards birds and rodents and shit. have no idea what that means. But they're not good enough. Then they get the uh, they get the canoe to stop near a fat white guy, taking a picture of a toucan, and then the cannibals go wild. So I think that might have been a story, <laughs> maybe that I was trying to write at some point. Um, I really, really don't fucking know. Um, here's another one: using a fun dip on a chick because she said before your first fuck, dip in. Or you want to dip in this? And then you pulled out your pack of Fun Dip and you began using the Fun Dip stick on her. Man, these are bad. Um, let me see here. There's a lot. Keeps going. Keeps going. I'm doing, I have my fucking uh, workouts here. Military press 10 times. Times 3. Leaning shoulder. Flies times 10, or 10 times times 3, then my rear delt flies, shrugs, front shoulder lift. You know, I've just been going over my old notes here, and this is what I'm finding about myself. Um, drunken horror podcasts, floppers, t uh, banana tits, fried eggs. <laughs> this is all bad. Uh, but yeah, I've been taking a lot of these kind of notes lately. Uh, the biggest regret I have is that I regret everything. Every single past decision I've made has been the wrong one. Yeah, that's great. That's a nice positive outlook on life, isn't it? Uh, here's another great one. I'm talking about just, you know, I can't look at myself in the mirror anymore or try not to because that's depression for you. 
Uh, I do catch a glimpse of myself every once in a while, and I'm disgusted. Um, but more than that, I see what I could have been. The writer who had an agent at one point, a New York agent, and a book to sell. Then I was a drummer in decent bands that we just f fell apart, of course. Uh, then I wrote at the end here, the point is not what's the point. The point is to fuck the point. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at right now in, in my life at 42 years of age. Now, three weeks into 42, I'm really into that just fuck it mode. Um, I'm looking at jobs, not in this state anymore. Um, and we'll get into that here in a moment. The last uh, uh, job that I had, or the job that I currently supposedly have, uh, and the fucked up nature of getting a physical when you're in the educational field, a fucking a physical to be a teacher. Um, and not even a teacher teacher, but just within that realm of teaching, if, if, of education in California, that you have to get a physical for it. I don't know if you guys suffer from um, anxiety. And I always made fun of people up until probably I was maybe 31, 32. Not make fun of them, but just I, I didn't understand the idea of anxiety and having panic attacks and things like this. And it, it really start, it started hitting me when I was around 32 years old. And it all came to fruition when I moved back to California. I'm not blaming the state, but I kind of am at the same point. Um, and not just being happy where I'm at uh, in life, I guess, is, is that's what, where depression comes from, right? It's a psychological disease. It's, it's got to be a chemical imbalance. Um, I was on the phone the other day a little bit just trying to chat with uh not suicide prevention just just to talk to somebody and of course they never got through they never came and at, chatted with me i don't want to talk on the phone at this point i just wanted to kind of have a back and forth uh without verbal any verbal responses and they never got back so i was sitting there for 45 minutes looking at my phone I'm like, ah, there, there's someone coming available soon there's someone coming available to uh, chat with you, uh, the next available available uh, agent or whatever they call them, uh, and no one, no, no, no counselor, I guess, right? Not agent, but they are probably fucking the deep state agents. Um, no one ever came to talk to me. So that's, that's you know you have it great in a society when you're feeling down and you have no one to talk to, and you still can't talk to anybody, even when you try to reach out. So that's the fucked up nature of this whole uh, brain. Uh, the whole schematics of trying to get help is, is really screwy. Um, where was I going with that? And it just got me thinking about a lot of the uh, medical field yet again. And let me go to my fucking pretentious notebook here. And um, when I was a kid, and going back to anxiety attacks and you know making fun of them, uh, I, like I said, I didn't, have, I didn't really have a problem until later in life, I guess. Uh, into my 30s, but I remember as a kid, for some reason, I would always have a visual, and I would close my eyes as a child, you know, 8, 9, 10 years old, and I would, I would, I'd sometimes wake up in a panic or a sweat, and I think that's pretty fairly normal as a kid, you're, you're fucking uh, uh, premature ejaculating in your, in your fucking uh, uh, cowboy, in, in, cowboy and Indian fucking pajamas, what, what do we have back then? I don't know. I can't remember what I had, but uh, you know, I fucking I was jizzing for no reason when I was twelve years old in my in my fucking uh, uh, knickers, and so, and I said knickers. If you guys didn't hear that, knickers. Um, 
not it wasn't a racial slur. But I was jizzing in those, and I'd, I'd be like, "Ugh, gross! I don't want my mom, mom to find this." So I'd bury them down in the hamper, or I'd piss my pants and try to dry them in the fucking window of my bedroom behind the blinds, so they could dry and get that fucking scaly, crispy feel to them. Uh, and the smell was probably hanging in the room. I'm sure my parents or my mom, uh, my dad didn't touch the laundry. Uh, I'm sure my parent, my mom knew exactly what was going on with that. Um, so I'm going through the same shit with my son, not the pissing, uh, but the just, uh, he, I, he's jerking off. I know that he's 14. Uh, so that's happening. And I don't want to know any more than that. Let him figure it out on his own. He has questions. I'll answer them, which I have. Uh, if he has any deeper questions about it, like what technique that's not happening. Uh, that's where we're at though with, with kids now they're, it's so open that, Oh, I can ask my parents anything. No, you can't. No, you cannot. And that's when you can't. But when I had my, you know, looking back now, when I'm having my anxiety, I'm having my fucking weird attacks. Uh, I'm like, I've, I think I've had this since birth and I probably just quelled it and suppressed it and pushed it down like all good American red blooded males do is they just push shit down. And, but when, when I was a kid, I remember just like, the, uh, it was almost like a big, uh, what's, I'm trying to trying to vocalize it here. I'm trying to put it in perspective and, and trying to give you guys a visualization of it as well. It was a big like mound of clay and there'd be like a little stick on the ground, like a little twig of some kind. And for whatever reason, this big mound of clay would just slam on top of this twig that had no chance. And it was like almost like an avalanche effect, but it wasn't avalanche with like a slow rolling. Oh, here comes the, the fucking all this uh, tons of snow coming down the hill in increments or in this big. It was almost just like a it just fucking flattened it almost out of nowhere. Um, and I think what it. In my mind, what I'm trying to analyze now is that it just, it was, it's something that is so, it's such a weight. There's some weight on me and there's some weight in my head. There's some weight in my, uh, uh, being that it just wants to flatten everything that I'm trying to do. It wants to flatten everything that I'm trying to be. And it just wants to flatten me and, and not get rid of me, but just kind of just keep me at that level of just, you're not getting up. Uh, and I, I don't have that anymore, but I, I definitely, that visual is still resonating inside my head um, on probably a daily basis. And it, does it lead to other trials and tribulations? Yeah. Does it lead to uh, addictive qualities and personality? Yeah, it does. Um, and thank God I have not gone to like anything harder than beer. Um, it's, it's, it's all beer and, you know, booze, but it's, it hasn't turned to meth or heroin or anything that really wants to dull me out that much. Um, but it's definitely trying to dull me out a little bit and it's been worse, like I said, over the last decade. And I don't know why. I don't know why. And that's something that I'm going to have to figure out and, and get help with. Um, and I know people say, oh, you can get help anywhere. And I'm not finding where to get that help. So if anybody does know, um, I know, yeah, there, there's free services out there. Uh, and I'm not totally destitute or poor, but I still don't have a job at the moment. Um, not that I'm not qualified, 
not unqualified, very qualified for a job, uh, and have one supposedly in the wings. Uh, but I don't want to spend 90 bucks an hour to talk to someone who might not be able to talk to me back because it might be all virtual and I might need a little bit more of that one-on-one one, one on one perspective where I actually see the person, but that would be awkward too. So let me get back to the job. Um, I got a job, was hired, went to fill out paperwork last week and get fingerprinted for the 19th time in my life, probably. And just like, why can't one fingerprint lead to the next? Uh, I think my last fingerprinting was maybe a year and a half ago. So if I've become uh, a murderer or a bigot or a pedophile in that time, wouldn't they be able to see that, that I was arrested within the last year and a half? But no, 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 no. Now you still have to pay the $52 fee to get fingerprinted twice for the same fucking agency. Anyways, did it, I'll get reimbursed, that's fine. Got the fingerprints done. Went and got a TB test. And when they get the TB test, which I've had a lot in my life as well, which is fucking crazy, because is tuberculosis even around anymore? I've never met anybody who has TB. I've read stories, people who still have the, 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 the plague is still out there, but I've never actually fucking read about TB. I don't know anybody ever in my life who's had tuberculosis. I'm assuming it's a fucking lung disease that you cough and hack and all this other shit, but you can get tuberculosis tests like ad nauseum any day of the week, but we don't have COVID testing for everybody. So why is that TB test still like the pinnacle of... Um, HR, human resources, to be like, oh, yeah, he doesn't have TB. Great. Let's hire him. Fucking TB. But I could have syphilis, fucking gonorrhea. I could have fucking herpes type 2, uh, fucking uh, uh, dick blisters. And you'll still hire me because that's not what you test for. You test for TB. So I get that done. They prick my fucking forearm. Right there. there it is. And then I go back two days later, 48 hours. And they do it so conveniently where I have to go back on a Friday afternoon at 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon to get checked to see I don't have TB. There's no black marks. There's no veins. There's no, I don't even know what's supposed to happen when they put that little bloop, that little dip in your, or little, little bubble in your arm. Uh, what's supposed to happen? If you have TB, anybody who does have tuberculosis or fucking gonorrhea, what is supposed to happen to your arm when, it, when you are inflamed? When you are uh, uh, the chosen one to have that disease, what is supposed to happen? I don't know. I really have no fucking clue. Somebody please fill me in. My four listeners, five subscribers, please let me know. So I go back. She looks at it. No, you're good. No shit. Clear. Got my fucking clear T, uh, TB test. She said, wait, 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 wait. You have a physical. I'm like, no, I don't. No, I don't. She said, no, you got a physical schedule. I'm like, no, I don't. Never schedule a, a physical at 3.30 on a Friday afternoon. Well, it says here you do. I, well, I don't. And she said, well, would you like to take... I'm like, ah, fuck it. Let's get it over with. So a physical for a job in education. And I've taught at colleges before. Really, really prestigious, overly prestigious community colleges where those kids are going to go on and those 45-year-old ex-heroin addicts that go to those schools will move on to be the shining light of the next round 
of commerce and economic power in this country. Those people I've taught, and I've had thousands of students over eight to 10 years of teaching at the college level, they will move on and be pinnacles of success, the pinnacle of success in our society. Never had one TB test done at the college level. Then when you work with kids, you got to get it. So I was a substitute teacher here and there to make extra money. I worked at nonprofit organizations with kids, get that TB test. I've done high school TB. So I've had TB tests before, right? Physicals though, never had to have a physical. This is the first time I've ever had a physical for a non-physical job. And people will say like, oh, we're teachers. It's a physical, it's a mental job. Oh, it's so hard. I get two and a half months off a fucking year. Three months if you count the fucking weird October break that teachers now get. And you get two weeks. I mean, I was a teacher, yes. You get a fucking lot of time. You don't get paid well. I got that. But you get a lot of fucking time off. But a physical for a job you don't have to move for. And I understand if you're like a coach or a PE teacher, if they even fucking have that anymore at the general education level. If you have to actually physically move, I get it. They don't, don't want you dropping dead of a heart attack. They want to make sure who you are, but that's a background check of making sure who you are. That's a background check. Do they know I had to fucking hop in a goddamn gown with my ass hanging out? I had boxers on, so that's a lie. But with my back exposed, with fucking Me Too movement for a male, and I had to hop on one foot and then change foot and hop on the other foot. What does that have to do with teaching? Nothing. I had to touch my toes. I had to stretch my arms out with my eyes closed and stand there for 10 seconds to make sure I have balance? I don't know. And all the while, this fucking cunt nurse comes in and yeah, fucking, yeah, what are they, heroes now? This nurse, she has a mask on plus a goddamn fucking uh, butcher visor on. She's like she's going to cut through some goddamn fucking uh, 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 filet mignon. Well, you'd have to get through bone, right? Uh, uh, not with that, but she's a fucking butcher. She works, works in the fucking Chicago stockyards in the 1930s. Fucking Upton Sinclair is looking at her and be like, I think she works in the jungle. She's, she, she should be in my book, The Jungle. That's what she looked like. But without blood spattered, probably had cum on the fucking visor. But she comes in and she says, all right, do all these tests. Sure, I'm, I'm a fucking battering ram. Um, get my head fucking knocked through the door. I'm a guinea pig. And my blood pressure was taken after a piss test, after getting uh, uh, my temperature taken, shit poked in my ear, uh, my eyeballs looked at, and they said, let's take your blood pressure. And I'm a fuck, the, the, going back to the anxiety and that big, giant, weird weight of clay-like metaphor coming down, down on the twig of my life, um, that I'm, I'm already anxious in the situation. I'm already in the doctor's office. I'm already like, fuck, man, my blood pressure is going to be high. This is 20, over 20 years now that I've had this. I have white coat syndrome, which sounds like a very privileged white thing to have, a Caucasian male to have, but I have it. It's not a fucking normal situation. It's not normal to go into a doctor's office 
and to get fucking poked and prodded and have this strap put on your arm to measure your heart rate. It's, to me, it's not normal. All you fucking zombies out there who are 115 over 74 every fucking time, you're a fucking freak. You have no thought in your brain outside of what you, you're going to do next in terms of like, oh, I think I have to go to the store. Wait, do I have to pick up pork chops on the way home? I think I need cilantro. Wait, we're having tacos tonight. Hard shell or soft? That's all you're thinking about. And your blood pressure is fine. Mine is not. In those situations, it's fucking astronomically not. And I know I have it. I've, like I said, a couple of decades worth of having high blood pressure. I try to curb it with exercise and diet. Booze doesn't help. Fully understand. But I, I, I'm, aware, I'm aware of it. So this first nurse takes my blood pressure after like, I don't have an appointment. Yes, you do. Oh, I guess I'm fucking having a physical right now. Then I go in there, rushed in there, weight taken. They look at me, piss test. No, no. Like, oh, let's, let's, let's calm you down first a little bit. No, no, none of that. They don't sit you down in a room for 20 minutes so you can collect your thoughts. No, they rush you. Let's take a piss test. Yeah, okay. I don't have to piss, but I guess I'm going to. I'm going to force fucking water out of my bladder that I don't have because I didn't drink enough water because I didn't know I had a fucking piss test in 20 minutes. So I piss, that drug test, automatic. Automatic, passed. No meth, no heroin, no fucking cum, nothing in, in my path to stop me from getting a job because of drugs. That was passed really quickly. But then they get to the blood pressure. Like I said, through the roof. And I told her before she took it, white coat syndrome, I'm feeling freaked out. My uh, blood pressure, I could already tell is high. My pulse is high. I could just feel it like shaky, jittery, all that fucking, which I don't get. I don't get that in public spaces. Like I said, I've been a teacher. I've been in shitty bands on stage before. I've given public readings and speeches. That never happens. Yeah, do I get nervous? Of course. But I never have that response of like, panic. It's only when they fucking strap this goddamn device on me and be like, oh, relax. And she's talking to me the whole fucking time. Calm down, breathe through your nose. Out your-. I'm like, can you shut the fuck up? Can you shut the fuck up, please? Well, well could I, I need to get into my own brain. I don't need you to tell me how to calm down. That, it makes me worse. And I don't know if they're trained. It's Maybe it's like the whole thing with cops. Maybe nurses are trained, but it's almost like they... Uh, they they react to you in such a I'm not saying all nurses not all cops either at the same fucking point I've known nurses before they seem like very ethical nice people moral even and and, and uh, compassionate empathy they have that shit these people seem kind of okay but like when I'm telling you I have this fucking diagnosis you know I'm not like some charity case here but when I tell you it's gonna be fucking high I know it's gonna be high can you guys take it five minutes later and she took my blood pressure high she said oh it is high I'm like no fucking shit you bitch it's I fucking told you that it's going to be high then she oh okay well let you relax for a couple no no relaxing let's have you hop on your fucking leg let's have you touch your toes with your fucking uh, uh underoos on and let's let's hey let's do some let's shine some lights in your ears and your eyeballs. Then we'll take another test. Then they take the other another reading. 
it went down four or five points. And she said, oh, I, well, I don't think it went down. I'm like, check it. Check it all out. And she said, oh, it did go down. She had a fucking check on her computer 10 minutes later that my blood pressure did go down. She said, okay, we'll check it again. It's still high. I'm like, it's fucking going to be high for a while. Can you guys give me 10 minutes? But in the medical field, no, they cannot give you 10 minutes. They don't have 10 minutes. They got to get the next jackass who wants a fucking shit job to fucking uh, test positive for methadone uh, to not get that job. So I'm like, all right. So she leaves again. Then the, the, the supervisor nurse, another nurse, comes in. That's the one with the fucking butcher mask. That's the fucking Upton Sinclair, the jungle fucking uh, cutting through goddamn uh, cutlets. That's the one coming through with the fucking chainsaw. And she's saying, all right, well, let's, let's check all these other things. So she's checking other vitals. I'm breathing in through my lungs. Big, deep breaths, breathing out. Everything's fine. And then she said, well, your blood pressure is still... I'm like, no fucking shit. They take it again. Right? Take it again. After shit on my back, poking shit, like it's, people touching me. Even when I'm take, getting a massage, I'm fucking nervous. I don't want strangers t touching me. But when I'm when, eventually when they fucking fang in fucking Thailand, it, it starts soothing my fucking traps and, and, and uh, I'm like, oh, then I melt away. It takes, it takes me a good five, ten minutes to have some strange Asian man fucking touching my upper thigh right did it move costanza you know it, it takes me a little while just to acclimate again that's the fucking word of the day acclimate it's like i don't go to fucking the tundra of antarctica and walk right outside the plane and be like hey i'm here in the dead of winter right you have to fucking go through tubes and tunnels to get your fucking body core temperature right to go out into negative 40 degrees why don't they have that at the hospital People who have anxiety can maybe find their own line or find a doctor or a nurse who has enough compassion and empathy to be like, all right, who's nervous? I'd be like, me. I'll fucking raise my hand right away. I'm fucking nervous. Don't want to be touched. Don't want to be told what I have. Can I take 20 minutes inside the office while you're waiting to jab my asshole with some weird, cold fucking tuning a uh, uh, metal contraption. I don't know. Whatever they use. Um, you know, that little bing. Was that fucking tuning? Was that tuning horn? Was that thing went ding? Anybody take a fucking music class? Fucking tuning fork. Was that tuning fork? God damn. What's that? It's a fucking sounds like a devil's pitchfork. But whatever it is, I got it. All right. That's who I am. That's my mentality. That's who, that's what it is. But now this fucking butcher mask bitch, she won't pass my physical. Drug test, clean. Touching my fucking toes. Uh, my nutsack is, she didn't check that, but it's probably fine. A little veiny, a little saggy, but Lander's long balls, but not bad. It seems okay. No pain there. Uh, breathing's fine, but no, blood pressure. And she said, no, can't pass you. She can't. And that bitch with the fucking, uh, fucking clear plastic mask she can't come in and tell me she has her assistant come in and oh i'm sorry she can't pass your physical so therefore she can't pass my physical for me to get a job to get paid because of my blood pressure and it's for a fucking teaching job how much blood pressure do you need for a teaching am i gonna keel over haven't ha hasn't happened yet i've been in this fucking game for a long time 
Started teaching when I was 27 years old, 15 years into the game. Never passed out once. Never had any fucking heart issues. Never had any weird uh, uh, aneurysms. Knock on wood. Not yet. Hasn't happened. But all of a sudden now, oh, no, can't do it. And I'm not even fucking teaching. I'm like a liaison for kids who are on the fringe who need help with distance learning. That's the job I'm getting or should get. But I can't get it because my blood pressure was off that day. And you know what's fucking funny? I go to Rite Aid the next day. Go to Rite Aid. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to check my blood pressure. 45 points lower than it was 24 hours earlier. 45 points. Why? I don't know. It still feels, every time I fucking get that thing gripping on my bicep, upper bicep, I feel nervous. Even before I slide my fucking arm in like a big giant fucking coochie and pulling a fucking baby out. And I, you know, it's like, I I feel, I, I feel tense, anxious. You know, that's just my mentality. That's who I am. Thanks, dad. Thanks, mom. Thanks, lifestyle. Thanks, fucking, uh, my forefathers. Right? Thank you. Thank you for all the Jews who died on that side. Thank you all for all the Vikings who fucking raped and pillaged and fucking uh, controlled the world at some point. Thank you for all of that that you gave me over the course of the last 400 years. Um, so that is that is going through my veins. That's coursing through my veins. And so now I got to fucking deal with not having a job because my blood pressure is off. I bet you heroin addicts get a job before I can. I bet you meth heads get a job before. I bet you fucking pedophiles, they don't test for that. They have background checks. If you're a good pedophile, if you're a good wife beater, if you're a good fucking shithead of a person and you hide it and that woman who you've beaten for the last 12 years has never called the cops on you because you'll beat her even harder or those children who you've beaten and been horrible to for their life don't have a voice to call anybody, to reach out to anybody, you'll get that job. But me, who has a little bit of a blood pressure issue, will not work there. Who doesn't have any of those other things, mind you. Not a wife beater. I'm scared of my wife. Not a child abuser. I'm scared of my children. Right? I like older women, so that means I don't like children. That's that's not gonna happen. Um, it's it's it's. I think it's off. We're a little off in the medical field. And then, just a couple more minutes of this fucking rant, and I'll end this shit because it's a shit show. Anyways, I gotta fucking make some pasta here because I'm such a terrible person. I have to go make my kids dinner because my wife's not here again. She's off traipsing around working. Uh, I gotta go make dinner soon. But. Here's the fucking kicker. Here's the kick in the taint. Is I can't fucking now... I, I can't leave myself of this blood pressure issue until I go meet my GP. My general practitioner doctor. Who I've seen three to four times over the last couple of years. Blew my knee out. Tore that. He saw me. I had a regular physical a year and a half ago. Saw me. I had some fucking athlete's foot that wasn't going away a year ago. Saw him for that. I, th- I think I had some other visit, maybe ribs or something, I, whatever it was. 
So I've seen, he's seen me a few times, and I've documented every fucking single time when the nurse is taking my blood pressure, got white coat syndrome. Never, ever, ever did they say anything like, ah, I think it's a little high. I've had it in the past, and I tell them, yeah, it's a little high. Take it again, and they usually do. But what the kick in the dick is, now that uh, uh, fucking face mask wearing butcher bitch, she said, oh, you have to see your general practice. Well, she didn't. She made her lackey do it. So the lackey nurse came in. And she said, well, you got you to gotta see your general protection. I'm like, ah, I, okay. So I call to make an appointment with the GP. And, oh, they can't see you because of COVID. So I have a fucking virtual fucking medical appointment with a doctor tomorrow to talk about my blood pressure. He can't physically take my blood pressure. I could talk to him about my blood pressure, tell him it was 45, 50 points lower at Rite Aid the next day. Tell him it was still a little, like, maybe on the verge of high, but it wasn't bad. 140 over 82, that's high. I got it. Give me another 10 minutes, right, Aid? I'll fucking get that shit down to 137 over 78, which I usually average. Went to the gym, working out hard for an hour and a half, two hours. Checked my blood pressure there, 137 over 77 one day. That's not fucking high after working out for two hours. So it's blood pressure is bullshit. The medical industry fucking uh, complex is bullshit. And that fucking butcher, ba- uh, butcher mask wearing asshole is bullshit too. So now I have a fucking virtual meeting with a fucking general practitioner who I don't know that well. Who's got to maybe say, oh, you do have high blood pressure. I'll be like, can you fucking just send the goddamn data over to these fucking occupational therapy fucking uh, uh, miscarriages over there and just fucking tell them. I'm good. I can teach. I can work with kids. I'm not a fuck up. My heart just fucking races sometimes when I'm getting shit stuck in my face and poked. If you have normal blood pressure, you're not fucking normal. That's my take. And I'm right. I am fully, fully fucking right. All right? The fucking sun is red. The sky is fucking piss yellow. I got just fucking... Weird scribbled chicken scratch fucking weird four in the morning suicide notes going on. It's a fucking disaster. All right. It's a disaster. But when you want to think about who you are as a person, just know that you're better than me. And if your blood pressure is 120 over 80, you are better than me. All right. You're healthier than me. You'll live longer than me. And you'll be more successful than me. Because you have the right numbers. And because I don't, I will not ever get a job again. That's where it's come to. That's what it's come to. I I can't get a job because I don't fucking have the right numbers. What are the right numbers? Can anybody tell me that? Oh, the right number is now for me to shut the fuck up, get off this fucking podcast, and go make some goddamn pasta to raise my fucking heart rate even more. All right, short one, fuck off. Talk to you guys next time.